Hi, my name is Sara Abuishi. I am in Kuwait City with Fayed Yusri, CEO of Instasella. And we are here today to discuss how do you see the future of e-groceries in Kuwait and how do you see the expansion of Instasella. So if you can tell us a bit about the story and how it started, um, that would be great. Uh, well, we started off in 2016. At the time, there were no companies providing uh, the same service uh, in Kuwait. And given the uh, dynamics and the demographics of the uh, populace in Kuwait, where there is a large concentration of expats who do not have a driver's license and who uh, usually um, find getting what they need a, uh, from, from the groceries to a daunting task, we uh, thought of uh, launching a platform that would uh, enable them to order online. In the Kuwaiti grocery market, there are uh, three main players. Uh, the first player are the co-ops, which are uh, semi-publicly uh, held entities. By players, you mean suppliers yes, of groceries? Yes, yes. Okay. And they control around 33% uh, uh, of the market. That's around uh, 1 billion KD or 3.306 billion US dollars a year in sales. Okay. okay. Then there are the privately held hypermarkets who um, control uh, around 18% of the market, then there are the convenience stores, Papa and Mama stores and specialty stores. And those are the Bakalas. And those are the Bakalas. When we started, we started uh, with co-ops. Uh, it was uh, uh, easier to engage them. Uh, however, they were quite a challenge since their systems are not as sophisticated as what you might find in a uh, um, modern hypermarket. Okay, we had some uh, challenges keeping track of the uh, co-op inventory, which of course would lead to availability problems and uh, customers uh, not being very satisfied with the service provided. Um, it's a fact of life that uh, there is no store that can provide 100% accurate inventory information. Uh, from the uh, local giants here till the international uh, uh, um, uh, giants like Walmart, with all the investments they do in technology, there is always a chance for an item being marked in stock, however, you don't find it on the shelf. And it took us a year with uh, the co-ops who actually weren't able to provide any useful information, yeah. maybe except for one, uh, to build a system that can actually predict what kind of stocks would they have based on their sales reports, our sales reports, and uh, for a year we had a team that would go and scan the items. We did the inventory for them to just to have a baseline for the trends. Uh, that was our uh, first uh, challenge. Uh, 
then most of the uh, uh, companies in the market up till today uh, usually handle whenever an item is missing. This is when you order an item that is marked as in stock, however it is out of stock. They uh, handle it via chat or via phone. Even Instacart does that over, yeah. over chat. Um, to look for alternatives. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, however, that wasn't uh, very satisfactory for the savvy Kuwaiti customer. Uh, so we developed another system for that. Uh, so basically, if you order an, an item and that item isn't available, you will receive a notification of a list of items that can replace the item that you have ordered. That list of items is uh, system generated and it is customized for every uh, customer depending on the choices he and other customers have made. Uh, however, the person who's collecting the order or the picker or the collector, we call them the collectors, have to confirm the availability of this, uh, these items before they are sent to the customer. So there is no human interaction when it comes to, uh, to that. The thing is with the Kuwaiti market, there aren't um, much uh, companies that you can rely on to uh, outsource your logistics. So we built our uh, logistics uh, department uh, from the ground up. Uh, Just to go back, so you have pickers and packers in co-ops? Yes, in some co-ops. I will walk you through the, uh, you can walk us through the entire cycle. Yes. Whenever, whenever a customer or a user download the app, first of all, they, they don't have to register. They can simply skip the registration. However, they, can enter, they have to enter the address. So after you enter the address, you get a uh, categorized list of stores. Uh, hypermarkets and co-ops is one category. Then you get bakalas, grocers, green grocers, uh, specialty fruit and uh, vegetable shops, uh, butchers, um, herbs and, and, uh, and coffee retailers and poultry shops, the fresh poultry shops. We, we cater from all of those. Uh, and you handle the logistics for all of these stores? No, no. We handle it for the cops and hypermarkets. So you add the items to the cart. If uh, an item on the off chance, an item is missing, we'll go through the uh, missing uh, notification and uh, process uh, that I have uh, explained earlier. Once the order is collected, it is invoiced, uh, revised, and it is marked as uh, ready for delivery, where it goes to a third system, that's our, logistic management, our logistics management system, that would assign the order to the driver, and a driver will go pick up the order and deliver it. This entire process goes, uh, takes anywhere between 30 minutes for Bacaras, and uh, uh, 90 to 180 minutes when it comes to hypermarkets and co-ops, depending on the SLE per, per store. It has been quite a challenge, but um, currently our uh, average on-time uh, deliveries uh, stand uh, firmly at around 86%, which is something that we are kind of proud of. Can you tell us a bit about the consumer behavior towards online groceries in Kuwait? 
Well, if we uh, walk through our, our numbers, we will find that the online customer is quite a loyal one. Over uh, the two and a half years that we have been uh, operating, uh, the customers that have joined us in month one, so that's uh, more than two years ago, 21% of whom are still active. Uh, and uh, the uh, overall percentage of returning uh, customers uh, exceeds 40%. So uh, customers like the uh, idea of uh, online delivery and they, if you give them good uh, quality of service, they, they would stick. Uh, this, this retention rate, um, I do not think that you can find it easily in other, uh, other online uh, retail industries. However, there are uh, some concerns for new customers till they try the service for the first time. Uh, when you deal with um, fresh uh, produce, a uh, lot, especially the elderly uh, generations, uh, would like to go to the store and inspect the uh, merchandise themselves uh, before before they buy it. Um, Trust is very important. E and, uh, yes, yes, uh, and it's a mindset. Yeah. They they think that if they order uh, something out for for uh, for delivery, will not take the exact same care that they would uh, uh, when when they are. Uh, 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 choosing the, the, the fruits, for instance, um, and we have been discussing this with customers and, and our focus groups. Uh, actually, our collectors will do a far better job than a uh, regular housewife, all due respect, because these people got, got the training to, to spot whatever problems they might find with the merchandise. And our policy uh, is always as follows. If they don't like the produce, we will replace the produce. Um, it's less than 1% when it happens, but we always keep our customer uh, satisfied. Do you see customers who, are, who order um, fruits and vegetables or perishable items for the first time coming back to order more, or do they tend to start ordering more non-perishable? Statistically speaking, these, uh, that, that particular category has the highest retention. Uh, once the customer um, makes sure the first order, they make sure that the merchandise they get is up to their standards. They order on uh, the order uh, again and again and again. And actually, some some of the uh, customers, sweet old ladies, uh, they would call the call center and say, "I have ordered fresh produce and I will not be there to receive it. Or the maid is there. Just make sure that uh, it is as good as what you have sent last time." So that has been a challenge, getting customers to start trusting you with perishable items. Yes, when it comes to uh, the market, once again, it's, uh, as I have uh, mentioned, it's a 3.3 uh, billion KD market, that's 11.1 billion uh, uh, US dollars. Uh, the penetration for uh, online retail hasn't reached 2% yet. Oh, wow. Uh, we uh, online retail when it comes to grocery, when it comes to restaurants with with the great success stories of, of, of a couple of companies here, 
it has reached around 15-16%. Yeah. However, uh, the grocery is still a, uh, a growing market and a growing opportunity because it was launched later, even even in the US, it hasn't it hasn't uh, it has re- reached it has hit 10% in 2016. So, uh, given given the limited number of orders that would go to a single retailer, they would find it a bit uh, too expensive, and uh, from from an operational expense point of uh, standpoint, and from a technology investment standpoint. Uh, to run a full-fledged uh, flat, uh, platform with a full-fledged customer support center yeah. uh, and ongoing uh, updates and upgrades given the limited number of orders. Some, however, most realize that this is the future. Uh, it's not the 1990s. We are not going with the uh, good old struggle of will the online kill the brick and mortar or will brick and mortar kill online, this, this, this argument has been settled. Now it's about providing as much channels for the customer to engage the store and, and, and buy the products. And in the GCC, uh, with the ever-increasing prices of uh, retail space and rent, people are trying to push the customers to go online. And uh, with the weather here, I would rather order online than go out when it's 58 degrees outside uh, any, any, any day of the week. So uh, the uh, market has been growing. Instacella has achieved a growth of around 420% last year. Wow. Uh, yeah, it has been a, uh, a good year. We expect uh, to grow around 300% uh, this year. This year. Um, our uh, market share uh, across the uh, uh, different channels, uh, whether we are selling directly through our application or we are handling the back office and the logistics for applications of our partners, we uh, currently deliver 86% of all the grocery deliveries, uh, online grocery deliveries deliveries, uh, in uh, Kuwait. Uh, or, or let me let me put it uh, of the uh, online hypermarket and uh, co-op grocery delivery because there is, are no statistics uh, regarding the bakalas and one pleasant thing that we have seen when we were recruiting the bakalas a couple of medium-sized bakalas actually launched their apps oh. they found how sweet the uh, business uh, of of uh, getting getting the orders online is. And they did the effort of launching apps uh, on their own. Uh, however, they, they uh, realized to their dismay that marketing uh, and, and, and the user acquisition cost is more that, well, than what they can afford. Uh, I want to talk a bit about basket size. So I think across different channels, you, there are different basket sizes. Um, and the basket size changes with, with new customers as opposed to returning customers. So I, what is the evolution that you've seen uh, in the basket size uh, with Instacella? First, first of all, basket size, uh, when it comes to Instacella being a marketplace, would vary from one co-op or one hypermarket to the other. And of course, a co-op or a hypermarket order is much larger than what you might uh, find for a convenience store. 
and a uh, an order of fresh produce from a specialty uh, fresh produce store is always larger than even if you order one month worth of groceries because fresh produce here is quite expensive comparatively to, to uh, other countries because it's mostly imported. Yeah. So, a an average order from a co-op uh, with uh, not much uh, fresh produce is usually around uh, 11 to 12 kgs. This is uh, and this has been the average ever since we started. And how much is that in dollar? That is uh, 33 to 37 US dollars. Okay. Okay. Uh, orders from hypermarkets who have a uh, sound um, reputation of good produce and people ordering from there, the basket size would go up to 25 uh, kgs. Uh, a couple of wholesalers that we deal with, the basket size, uh, the average basket size is 35 kgs. So it, it doesn't really vary depending on the customer. It, uh, it varies depending on where the customer is ordering from. How do you see that changing with time as people get more into online uh, ordering? It's, it's, it's two, two uh, parallel tracks actually. One, uh, we're working on uh, expanding our product range, especially when it comes to uh, produce and uh, loose items like cheese and, and uh, dairy. Uh, uh, the uh, next phase is adding stuff that requires in-store preparation, mm. like, like fish or special cuts of meat. When we started off a uh, year and a half ago, it was really difficult to get the uh, store to do what one wants. Uh, now, with the, uh, the uh, kind of uh, sales that the stores are getting, uh, the uh, stores actually follow our suggestions and advice. So if you're getting 50,000, 60,000 KDs in sales, that's 150 to $200,000 in sales through Instacella per month. And I do give you a suggestion that uh, suggests a 10 or 15% basket size increase. Yeah. Of course, the store would do it, but before we weren't proven. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're working on uh, increasing the uh, range of produce, uh, increasing the range of uh, fresh goods, uh, deli. This is one track, and the uh, other track is that we will uh, start targeting our our users who actually order everything uh, from Instacella except for the uh, fresh produce. Uh, we'll target them uh, with uh, promotional vouchers to try. Uh, just give it a try, give yeah. uh, and 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 see what kind of quality uh, you will uh, be receiving. And. Uh, another thing is that, uh, and actually this might uh, negatively impact the average basket size, but it will it will increase the uh, number of orders. Uh, we were going we are going uh, soon to offer express delivery for, for smaller items, yeah. uh, smaller orders. Uh, we uh, segregate orders into bins. A bin is 120 liters. So if a customer orders an order that is smaller than 120 liter, we will be able, from even from a hypermarket, we'll be able to deliver it in under 30 minutes. Uh, we came uh, came up with this idea in Ramadan, 
because we found out that, especially before Iftar, we would receive an influx of very small orders that are evident that somebody is cooking and he forgot an ingredient. And uh, people are pushing to get to get these orders before the promised delivery time because we have we have people wanting to, to finish cooking for iftar. Uh, so the uh, express express delivery idea uh, came came from that, and we're launching it, uh, inshallah, by the end of Q2 uh, uh, or the beginning of, of the the summer. You mentioned that logistics was a challenge and that is why you moved from outsourced yes. uh, to in-house delivery. Yes. How do you ensure quality control since you are um, getting your inventory and the supply from uh, various channels and various uh, suppliers? Let me start you off by a, 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 an overview on the... Uh, uh, logistics uh, environment here when it comes to consumer good delivery there is a number of companies I think there are 60 licenses in the market yet uh, we are yet to meet uh, someone who are, is willing to provide the quality of service that we want in, the, in a, uh, a price that we would find uh, acceptable there are a couple of very good players in the market, however, their 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 service is simply too expensive for for the uh, the grocery field. So when we started off the uh, the business, we uh, tried the C two C model. Mm. That was an abysmal failure. Yeah. The C two C model uh, didn't really work. Uh, then uh, we uh, tried outsourcing to third parties as uh, to augment the C2C. It proved too expensive and again the quality of service was, was unacceptable. Uh, that was a three months trial period. Uh, then we uh, simply started renting cars and getting drivers uh, to be on the company payroll. Then we started building our, our fleet. We have a number of old vehicles and a number of long-term leases. To answer the question regarding, we have uh, a number of suppliers and we're going to up the challenge a little bit uh, by the end of, of 2019 is that we will allow the customer to order in the same order from a number of stores. Mm. But this would be a subscription service. Yeah. And that would be more of a logistical handle. How, how uh, do we handle that? Um, Basically, two pillars. One, technology. We have been investing a lot uh, in our our order cycles and uh, how the orders are distributed from uh, the uh, collector to the cashier, supervisor, and the driver. Uh, and actually, we were replacing the. Um, the AI uh, module for the logistics system and the uh, route planning and optimization system. We're testing uh, testing new systems uh, as we speak uh, to increase the uh, efficiency. That is one. Two is discipline. Uh, our staff uh, knows that each and every step is timestamped. These uh, timestamps uh, or those times are matched against KPIs. And we are uh, quite generous with bonuses with uh, people who uh, 
overperform yeah. and extremely strict with people who, are, who do underperform. Uh, in the year 2018, and in order to enhance the uh, cost efficiency of the company, uh, we have transferred around um, 70% of the back office tasks, including the logistical back office, uh, to uh, our, our offshore uh, subsidiary, uh, bringing a, uh, a good cut to the operational expenses, and we uh, did not lose uh, quality of service in the process. That was a challenge. It took us around seven months to do the whole uh, transfer. However, uh, for a startup to, uh, because we're, we're, we're two years old, yeah. uh, to move 70% of its operations to a remote office uh, and have that remote, or remote office operate uh, people on the ground here, it was, it was a challenge and we're happy to success. Our greatest uh, challenge every year is the holy month of Ramadan. Yeah. And uh, last Ramadan, uh, the uh, on-time deliveries for the uh, hardest uh, portion of the day, which is the last two hours before uh, iftar, uh, exceeded 83%. Uh, and uh, that, that at, at that time, those those two hours, uh, and actually the, the people in the restaurant business faced the same problem. Yeah. Those two or three hours before iftar, you get 80% of your orders. So we had to concentrate the resources in a way uh, to handle that. The uh, market is growing solidly. Uh, we have witnessed that with, with Instacella. We have done minimal marketing uh, activities. The uh, uh, the past uh, year, not a single, it has all been digital, not a single ETL or BTL campaign yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, were taking it uh, slow, uh, recruiting the uh, co-ops, then the hypermarkets, then the batalas, and perfecting the systems for all of those. Yeah. Uh, so with minimal, minimal marketing activity, we are... Uh, happily serving 120,000 uh, customers right now. Uh, we believe that once the uh, marketing kicks in, that more people would, would know about the uh, service we're providing. Yeah. Uh, our, our target uh, by the end of 2019 is uh, serving 300,000 users. So we want a three-fold increase and we don't think it's a challenge. Same numbers are, are, uh, are being reported from uh, uh, grocery uh, uh, startups from, from Morocco to UEE. Uh, it, is, it is growing, it is going well. Uh, there are challenges because it is, it is a different field of uh, delivery with a different set of margins than uh, other e-commerce fields. Uh, however, we believe that at least in Instacella we have ironed out most of the uh, operational and uh, technical issues and uh, we believe that 2019 uh, will be a year, the year that uh, we'll be able to confidently uh, push or, or advertise our, our service uh, to customers. Uh, we also have plans, uh, inshallah, by 2019-2020 uh, 
to start expanding in uh, other uh, regions. Other yeah, in other countries within within the region. We believe in the market enough to expand beyond the borders of uh, of Kuwait. I just want to understand a little bit more about uh, the payments that uh, the customers are uh, prefer. Is it more cash based or is it a cashless? Uh, cashless preference that customers are... All right. The channels that we provide right now are cash upon delivery or uh, ca uh, cre credit card or, or debit card upon delivery using the device, uh, an actual POS. And credit card on, uh, on, on order? Uh, uh, when you're placing the order, you mean online payment? Yes. We're still working on that. And it is uh, another another challenge that uh, some some of the uh, our our whether partners or competitors here uh, have suffered with uh, due to the nature of uh, grocery and our uh, uh, service standard with our client the order is not final till the customer receives the order and closes the door. Yeah. Uh, there might be uh, alternatives that would change the prices. Uh, the customer might give give back a uh, an item or two at the door when when he's receiving the order. So since the bill value isn't final till the order is delivered, um, if the customer pays uh, online, uh, then. Uh, I might have to refund some of the money back to him. Yeah. Some of our, our partners here do the refund at the door in cash, but uh, customers don't really like that. Yeah. So uh, we're working on a wallet system where this uh, money would be refunded to the wallet. Uh, which would improve return. Which, return. which would, could improve return, uh, or the customer can, can just press a button and have it sent back to his bank account. Uh, uh, of course, when dealing with uh, actual money in an account, uh, it requires a lot of uh, security measures and enhancements. We have been working on it for uh, the past seven months uh, and, and it's going to be launched soon. Currently, the uh, cash uh, transactions are around 40% to 60% uh, when uh, done over uh, POS credit card or uh, otherwise. <clears throat> Some of our partners to whom we uh, deliver who actually offer the uh, online uh, payment uh, option uh, get around 20% uh, online payment and the rest is easier cash or credit card upon uh, delivery. And when we surveyed uh, our customers, 5% uh, of the customers said it's a must-have. 26% uh, uh, said, said it's a nice-to-have, and the rest weren't, didn't, didn't really care if we had uh, online payment or not. Okay, I think we're, we got the... Bigger, bigger, bigger picture about Mr. Sella, and uh, it's been really interesting to understand the process, the logistics, the challenges that you faced in 2000 uh, since Mr. Sella has launched. Uh, I just want to thank you for uh, your time. Thank you. And um, good luck with the next, uh, with the expansion, and with everything that we uh, that you are trying to achieve. 
in the next uh, five years. Thank you kindly. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you.